Welcome to BGM, and we're here to review movies. We review movies, folks. And on this episode, I will be reviewing the Belko Experiment. Now, the Belko Experiment, it wasn't like, didn't get like major marketing or anything. I saw a trailer maybe a few weeks ago at most. Um, but I, I did see a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, I've seen it in like two or three th- like times I went to the movies that it was like, oh, this movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's this? Like, oh, shit. But it didn't seem bad. It had a pretty, pretty fun idea. The story behind this film. Um, American workers are down in Colombia. They're, you know, part of this company called Belco. And one day they go in, you know, regular day. And all of a sudden, somebody gets on the PA and tells them basically two people need to die. If two people don't die, six people will die. Mm. Um, they, they're confused. They know what's going on. People think it's a prank. And then six people die. And they, they die because their heads explode. You find out they have tracers in them. Battle Royale. Um, yeah. They have tracers in them. You know, at the beginning of the movie, you see somebody, it's their first day. They're like, so did you get the tracer? They're like, yeah, that was kind of weird. You know, oh, yeah, you know, because it's in Colombia, there's a lot of crime here. We want to make sure we take care of you. So the tracers are in their head. That's slick. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, nobody, even, like, the CEO is, he's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, no, nobody in this office knows what's happening. They're all, like, being trapped in. They try to escape. Iron covers the windows. It's, like, completely, like, ironclad, the entire building. They can't escape. They try to hang shit off of the building roof to, like, call attention. But it's so in the middle of nowhere, nobody sees it. The security guards that were... So, I'll backtrack for a second. The security guards that work for the company, they're in on it. They're, like, in the middle of it, too. And it's, like, private security that showed up that random day is the ones that, like, are outside. And they try to, like, look off the roof. They get shot at. So, like, there's one security guard, this black guy. He's American. And he's like, guys, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Like, I'm freaking out. And eventually it turns into this whole thing of how these office workers have to turn on each other and kill each other and follow these prompts. And it's it's very fucking gory. Like, there's some scenes where it's like, oh, oh, shit. Um, but not to the point where it was disgusting or anything. It was just like, you know, nowadays we've seen so much gore that it's... We're numb to it already. Yeah. Um, the one thing it doesn't... It's not... I'm not going to say it's a horror. Um, but it does give you a few jump scares in the points where, like, they're just talking. It's like, oh, time's up. Head explode. And it's like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Like, it catches you off guard at most. Um, but how I feel about this movie. Eh. 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 So it had a pretty cool idea, but it was kind of felt like the office version of, like, The Purge or something like that. Um. Kind of felt like The Purge meets Battle Royale meets Office Space. I guess that's the best way to describe it. It sounds like a good movie, to be honest. <laughs> it had the potential to be a good movie. But the writing here, it never drew me in. And now it's written by James Gunn, who also wrote Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Come on, buddy. And it's this was like his pet project in a way. Um, and it just it fell flat. Like... There's nothing to make me care. That's a shame. It's like the film, it presents you this idea. Once it gets started, it's like, okay, I get the idea of what's going on. 
but the story doesn't develop to where you care about the characters you care about why they're there it's just you basically sitting and waiting to see what happens Mm. but you're not invested they present to you so many different characters that they're just characters they die and you're just like oh well that sucks no attachment nothing at all um, and even the main character, it's like there's nothing there. He didn't do a bad job. The lead here is uh, John Gallagher Jr., who, if you've seen uh, Hush or you've seen... Gallagher? No, not Gallagher. John Gallagher, bitch. John Gallagher Jr., he was in uh, Cloverfield. It's in Cloverfield Lane. Mm. He was the other guy. Okay. Yeah, he's the lead in John this. Goodman. No, John Goodman. John <laughs> Goodman. He was the lead in this, um, but he he did a fine role, but the writing for the character was just like, okay, you're just some goofy guy. Okay, now you're just some guy that wants to save people. Now everybody's dead. Okay, you're alive. Yay. So it's just, it's just nothing that, no progression, no character development, even like, so he's in here. He has a girlfriend that works there. No character development there. Um, I have she, a question. Yes. Did they say how much they were getting paid? Like at this new job? No. Like, because what job is really worth? Like, hey, you want to work here at this undisclosed location and get a in your head? It's a government job. Mm, gotta get that. Gotta get that medical. Yeah, it's a government job. Gotta get That's that retirement. The they do say. Um, and it's just it's fucking. The characters are like. There's this one English guy in the beginning. They, he's like, oh, he tells the lead. He's like, oh, look, you look at my kids and stuff. We just went skiing. You got to come with us, blah, blah, blah. They never mention his kids again. They, he just Now he's just some English guy who becomes a puppet. Uh, the CEO, he's, he's like, you know what? I'm in charge here. Uh, I'm going to run shit. The PA is like, okay, you must now kill 30 of your emplo- of people, the people here. If you do not kill 30 people here, 60 people will die. So he's like, yo, fuck that. I'm killing 30 people. So he eventually devises a plan to get, like, guns from the security office. He gets the guns and shit. And then he's just like, all right, you, 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 execution style. Picking them off. No. Um, Michael Rooker is in here. My boy Michael Rooker. He goes out like a bitch. He's in the movie. You think he's going to have, like, a role in it? He's, like, the, the maintenance worker. He fucking takes a wrench to the head five minutes into the movie and dies. Damn. They basically, did they give him at least a little cool speech to say before that happened? No. He's like... Did he's Sam Jackson him? The sharp? <laughs> it was like... He see him and he, like... At first I thought he was going to be a bad guy. Because he's Michael Rooker. Yeah. But then you see him all buddy-buddy with, you know, like the lead and stuff. And he's like, I'm going to see what I can do. I'm going to try to get us out of here. He goes down to the, the boiler room with his, like, his assistant. Who looks kind of off. He like has an issue like mentally. And he starts to get his sister's freaking out, like, oh, my God, what the fuck are we going to do? He's like, Mikey, calm down, Mikey. Hits him with a wrench, then just pass, dies. It's like... Shame. I like Michael Rooker, too. I like James Gunn, too. This is a shame. It is a shame. Um, Yeah, no character development. That's that's my big issue. There's nothing to get you behind. It's like, when I saw, oh, shit, Michael Rooker's in, like, this, he could be a good villain. Um, The English guy, they could have worked with his family, you know, the fact that his family, you know, played a, he's so, such a family man. Um, the CEO, he had the most character development just because he went from CEO, he was trying to contain the situation, he's like, you know what, fuck this, I'm killing people. Um, the best character in the film, 
John C. McGinley, mm. Michael Cox, uh, Michael Cox, Doctor Cox. Um, he plays a pervert. <laughs> he's like he sees this girl like staring at her in the office, sending her emails, constantly like I know you're trying to get me. I know you're sending me those flirts, and she's like, no, fuck off, I don't like you. And he's like, I'm gonna get you. There's still a chance. Yeah. Um, and he just goes completely psychotic, just killing people left and right. Uh, they, there's one point where they're like, okay. He goes, now, within, at the end of the next two hours, whoever has the most amount of kills is the winner and gets to live. And then they start naming, like, this person has 11 kills. This person has seven kills. This person has one kill. And it's like, all right. Now they're like, they all, basically, at this point, every man for himself. And he fucking gets an axe he's just chopping people gotta keep that lead he's going hard the CEO's going hard um do they collide they don't ah uh, see the, that would've been dope right there the the best death scene I guess you can say to me anyway um he gets a you know, he has a gun he starts shooting at these people he shoots one guy in the head shoots another guy in the head and then one of the the main female lead she was the one he's been like hitting on she eventually like traps him puts a table on him Gets the axe and just starts right in the face. Right in the face. Shame. Yeah. Um, no he, had, he really had the best death. Um, Sean Gunn, who's the brother of James Gunn, mm. he's in this. He brings the comic relief, I guess you could say, to this. This whole time he's like, it's in the water, man. They're fucking with our water. That's why we're going crazy. Sex he starts place. pouring out all the fucking, like, um, the water coolers, the water bottles. Like, they're fucking with us. And then he gets a bullet to the head. That would have been dope if it really was the water. <laughs> um, overall, like it's just it had a good idea. It could have been something better than it was, um, because you know, present the idea. Office space plus, um, I think it's it had potential. Now the final death. Um, it's you know the lead against the CEO. They're the final two alive. He fucking kills the CEO. With one of these. Oh. Tape dispenser, just right to the head. That's creative. It is creative. But what annoys me about the entire movie, you fucking are trapped in an office. Complete office building. You have staplers. You have pens. You have paper cutters. You have printers. Stapler removers. Why is 85% of the deaths with a gun? It's true. It's just a little more savagery. They really had the opportunity to, and they really didn't. I'm mad that, like, the biggest, like, office kill was the last one with a fucking tape dispenser. It would been cool with, like, the copy machine just keeps on... Exactly. Like, that's what I wanted. Prop up. Like, maybe there's a staircase and have a bunch of desks there cutting. The desk just falls and... At one point, the lights turn off, and everybody that had a gun is just like, pop, pop. Pop. Like, that's disappointing. Yeah, I don't want to see a shoot 'em up movie of like it's supposed to be an office building. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, get creative. There's one elevator death. They go into the like they're hiding at the top of the elevator. Guy goes in. One person jumps down. Another crunch. I just thought of a guy holding like a rubber band but had pens, so like, <laughs> whoosh, whoosh, like taking people out. Then they go to the fucking cafeteria in the office. He's like, "All right, take a knife, stab." Should be like only one knife. In the kitchen. <laughs> One knife in the office kitchen. Use spoons and like... And, okay, that's another thing. Like, when they're in the kitchen, somebody grabs a, like a uh, like a hatchet. Mm-hmm. 
so like where that came from <laughs> a hatchet fucking one woman like picks up a fork and is like alright I'm defending myself I thought it was gonna go down no she got shot that's a shame even like Battle Royale had like the joke thing of like everybody got a mystery weapon and I got a pot like yeah, a pot like, lead and it's just like good luck killing somebody with that That that's I feel like between the lack of character development the lack of the creativity with the killing it's like that's what really brought this down for me um interesting idea once again uh, but the ending that's one thing that bugged the shit out of me so afterwards he walks out he's the last person left he's like you have survived and then he sees a shed that the security guards have been going in they grab him put him in the shed it's this old white guy who's watching things on security cameras he has like a switchboard and it has all the employees names and when he hits the switch their tracer explodes I was like, okay, that's a cool idea, I guess. Um, he eventually kills all of them. And then he walks out. And then it zooms out. And then you see about 80 or so, you know, security cams from all around the world where they're doing the same exact thing to people everywhere in the world. They look, folks, we can do a sequel if we wanted to. We could do 80 fucking sequels. And they're all fucking at nowhere because you lack the creativity to make this film something more than it was. And that's why this was disappointing. Because you get this idea of just having these office workers destroy each other in an office setting. And you don't do shit. You don't do shit. You fucked it up. You were a, you you ended up basically being like every other fucking movie, and wasting people's time. This could have been good, and you fucked it up. Drink your beers. Play your games. Watch, watch your, your movies. movies.